0: My name is Sherry Cook and I work for the Mosaic Company as a technical sales manager. 25 years ago, there weren't near the women in ag as what there is today. Was it tougher? Absolutely. And I still tell the stories today of how I think as a female coming into this industry, not that there weren't other females, but there were just a lot fewer of them.
1: This is Engage, a series for women in agribusiness from the Red River Farm Network. The series highlights leadership and career successes of women in agriculture. This podcast is brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Carteva AgriScience, and the North Dakota Grain Growers Association. Now, here's your host, Kara Hart. We're visiting with Sherry Cook. She's in sales with the Mosaic Company. You've had a connection to agriculture since childhood. What can you tell us about that?
0: I grew up on a small grain and dairy farm in central North Dakota, and so started my Egg career, so to speak, back then. Went to college thinking I was going to be in communications, not really thinking that egg was going to be my career path. And then as I went through college and interned with a chemical company through college and got to meet a lot of people in the egg industry and realized that maybe this is for me after all. And so after college, was able to get on with a agronomy company and was a little concerned about it because I didn't have a lot of agronomy classes or anything in college. And uh, a gentleman who became a mentor for me over the years informed me that we can teach the technical side of things. We can't teach the people side of things. And so that's been a, uh, something that's always stuck in the back of my mind that, you know, you can, you can always better yourself and learn things and learn so-called the technical side of things. Um, But having those people skills is is pretty key. And then, I worked uh, several years as a local agronomist and learned that technical side. I did that for about 15 years, and then I worked in the seed and chemistry side of things um, with the manufacturer. And then now, the last seven and a half years, I've been with Mosaic.
1: A lot of different technical things you've had to learn. Um, Did you pursue ag? Um, classes at all to gain some of that knowledge, or how did you um, acquire what you had to learn technically?
0: I did. Actually, the the company that I went to work for had a series of classes over a five-year period of time that you had the opportunity to take, and so I took advantage of all those that I could. Um, I graduated with a communications degree, and so I attended some night classes at NDSU, learning a little bit more about soil science and and the elements, um, not knowing for sure how I, I would utilize them down the road. And then I think it's a constant learn pattern. I don't think you pick it all up at one time. It's something that over time, you you know, reading articles, uh, listening to podcasts, doing, taking a night class, whatever the case may be, reading papers. Um, it's just, it's an ongoing project. It's something that you, you, you keep learning. It's not as though I tell my kids all the time, you know, they're so glad when they're done with high school or they're done with a certain task. And it's like, Oh, trust me guys. Uh, it never <laughs> ends. It's like constant learning.
1: Well, then you mentioned being in the people business is not necessarily something you can learn in a classroom setting. What have you learned being in the people business?
0: Well, several things. First and foremost is just to be yourself. And honesty is probably the key thing because, um, The minute something comes out of your mouth that's not true, somebody's going to find it out and it usually comes back to, to bite you one way or the other. So, um, honesty, being upfront with people, um, you know, telling or sharing with them, you know, your, your life experiences and, and just that, um, interpersonal skills of just being real and not being somebody you're
1: not you're respected in the industry for being relatable to growers how do you stay on top of your game to be relatable to growers
0: there again it's a it's another situation of just being yourself you know you just be honest with them on on who you are and what you do and what your experiences are and uh, that's that's been beneficial for me but it's just keeping it real
1: you balance professional life with personal life and what tips can you share with other ag professionals
0: everybody's situation is different. And for me, it's been balancing. um, It's probably been more the job as far as what my role is at the time and what I'm doing, but having that flexibility. And for me, that was always a key thing of being able to attend a football game, being able to attend a choir concert or whatever. Uh, Not always possible, but Figuring out and deciding what things are more important. Um, And your family is more important uh, in more cases than not, right? So you want to make sure that you're covering that side of things first. And I'm not sure what that balance is necessarily. Um, There's times when you have to make the decision not to go to something because a work event is coming up or you're out of town because of a work event that you can't come back for an hour concert. Trying to make that... uh, as balanced as you can, you know, it's going to be an individual choice and an individual decision. So um, I'm not sure what the best advice would be is besides, you know, deciding which event is more important or um, making sure that your family comes first.
1: Sounds like prioritizing is key. Absolutely. Knowing what you need to do. Um, I'm going to swing back um, to your um, more focused on your ag Uh, career itself, Um, how do you define well-rounded professionalism?
0: Well-rounded would be a balance of interpersonal interpersonal skills, would be a balance of the technical skills that you have, and a balance of how you treat people. People don't want to deal with people when they're crabby or when they're not happy. And I think that shows in all of our faces when that happens. And so there's a, a fine line between how to keep that professionalism there and But yet still be personable and not be that crank that walks in the door that nobody wants to see you know be the best person you can be be as personable as you can simply be nice as as simple as that may sound it's a big deal and and whether it's a farmer or a retailer or a salesperson or whoever the case may be you know be nice to people
1: you've been working in agriculture for some time and uh, when you got started working uh, in the sales side of the biz what um, what was it like to, you know, be a woman working in ag? Were you, um, were there few of a few women salespeople at the time? And how do you navigate a very male dominated, uh, career path?
0: 25 years ago, there weren't near the women in ag as what there is today. And I can think of two individuals that I had for chemistry reps. Uh, one of which I still keep in touch with today. Was it tougher? Absolutely. And I still tell the stories today of how I think as a female coming into this industry, not that there weren't other females, but there were just a lot fewer of them. And starting my career in retail sales directly to farmers, I always felt it took an extra call or two or three, calling on that farmer to gain that trust. But I also felt that once I gained that trust, it was something that wasn't easily broken. So I found a niche there and was successful in that and have tried to help women, young women today that are coming into the field, just being a mentor or calling them up or even young women that I deal with in my current role, just, hey, if you guys ever need to talk or if it's anything even unrelated to your job, just always know, you know, there's lots of us in the industry today that have been down that path.
1: What would you tell young women who want to pursue a career uh, in the the ag uh, sales or agribusiness side of things?
0: I would encourage them highly encourage them to go into ag. I think it's a wide open field and there's so many different aspects. It's not just calling on a farmer. You know, there's there's so many different facets of the agricultural world that any female could fit into. And so I would highly encourage them to do that. Um, you know, offer to be a mentor to them, offer to be someone who, uh, just an extra ear out in the country.
1: In the, in the years you've worked in agriculture, you have made some moves. Um, what advice do you have for people... Trying to figure out uh, where to go next and making a big decision like that. Keep your options open and
0: be, be okay with getting out of your comfort zone. So I started my career working with re- in retail sales. So selling to farmers every day, um, scouting fields, selling fertilizer, chemicals, seed uh, services. And so that's where I started, right? I knew I didn't want to stay there forever. But it worked out well for me personally because during that time frame, I was home every night. So that was the the 15-year time period where I had my kids and was home every night to be able to be there for them. And and so as time went on, you know, I had been offered different positions and some you look at and some you don't. It's a matter of what fits your own style and your own personality. And so uh, made the decision to make a couple of moves and changes and Fortunately for me, it didn't have to move, so I felt uh, very thankful that I was able to live in the same house for the last 20 years and raise my kids there, and have the the, the different opportunities. So I went from retail sales to working for Monsanto. So I did both the chemistry and the mm-hmm. seed side of things, so that broadened my own personal horizons. And then when the opportunity came to work for Mosaic on the fertilizer side, it really broadened my horizons because then I had not only done retail sales with directly with farmers. But then I had also moved on to working with retailers on the chemistry and seed, and now working on the fertility side of things. So it's really broadened my own personal portfolio and and my professional portfolio.
1: You mentioned earlier on um, about the importance of mentorship and um, you really try to take time to mentor others. When you were making these moves in your career, did you consult any of your mentors in in the process? Is that something that you would recommend when you're looking to maybe move up in your career or, or move, you know, however you need to?
0: Absolutely. I not, and it wasn't only just the female mentors I had, but also, also a fair amount of the guys that I worked with and that were mentors as well. Just trying to get, the opinions from, from multiple people to make sure that I was making that right decision or that I was going in the right direction or um, that my thoughts were agreeing with maybe what other people are thinking in the industry or just my friends, right? And so, yes, it was women, but there were also a fair amount of men that I would uh, refer to back as well just to um, bounce ideas off of and that I would consider mentors too.
1: What's the best piece of advice anyone's given you?
0: The best piece would probably be right as I was graduating college, a gentleman had shared with me that because I was concerned about taking a role that I felt I wasn't qualified for. And they were aggressively persuading me to come do this, and I'm, I'm like, I, I don't have the experience. I, I don't have the knowledge. And they were, you know, you don't, you don't need all of it right away. We'll teach you. And we'll help you through this and we'll guide you along. And so just that piece of saying, hey, we're here for you. We're going to help you. You don't have to know everything right away. And that's part of age, right? And part of experiences as you learn as you go and follow your gut sometimes. Um, Say lots of prayers if you have to. And, you know, be yourself and know that learning never ends. It's a constant, a constant no matter what. And Always be open to change, because if there's any one constant thing, it's change. So just be open, follow your heart, and be nice to people.
1: Once again, we've been visiting with Sherry Cook of The Mosaic Company. Engage is sponsored by Corteva AgriSciences, the North Dakota Grain Growers Association and Ag Country Farm Credit Services. Download Seasons 1 and 2 of Engage, a series for women in agribusiness in the Apple Store, Google Play, and rrfn.com.